Hello, and welcome to week three of the Man of Steel tournament here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Davo. Kells, how you doing? I am your host, Davo. Oh, I'm sorry. Those aren't my lines. Hey, Davo. <sighs> the cue card's right there, man. I know. I look too far to the left. Andy, how you doing? Hi, Devo. I have a statement to read, if I might. Oh, okay. Um, this is from the commissioner's office. Uh, we at Brain Ladle would like to apologize for our previous episode where one of the members of Brain Ladle continued to use the phrase naughty oddies um, and, and also uh, referred to the H1N1 virus as the Heine virus uh, more than once. Uh, we recognize these jokes were extraordinarily lame and overused, and we would like to apologize. Neil, do you stand by that statement? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was from the commissioner, so I mean, who am I to yeah. say the commissioner's word? Well, Devo, you're going to have to give up your first two draft picks. What? And for now on, you're going to be a Houston Astros fan. That's going too far. Hey, if, when Kennesaw Mountain Landis tells you to do something, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice baseball trivia nugget there. That was that was obscure. Good one. So, Neil, I would like to address the standings because I've been doing the gazentas in my head. Yeah. And uh, first two weeks of the tournament, mm-hmm. Andy won a game yep. and has a second place finish. That gives him five points. Yes. Kells won a game and lost a game. That is correct. And that gives him four points. Yes. And I had a second place finish and a loss. So that gives me three points. You are so good at this. See? <laughs> See? Look at you with the math. Look at me. So I just wanted to say, for the benefit of our listeners, if they're looking for quips for witty anecdotes, for funny, it's not coming from me because I have the eye of the tiger. Ooh. Huh. It's real now, Andy. Wow. It's real. What, it's real because you're referencing a really bad Survivor song? Hey, now. It's a classic. I will not have Survivor <laughs> disparaged on this podcast. Okay. Neil? Yeah. We need rules so I can win. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's been holding you back. <laughs> so... Every week we have a theme, and within that theme, we've got six categories with four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There may be a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then there's a final category, which is worth up to 100 points. Today's theme is possibly my favorite subject. Oh, boy. It's me. What? (laughs) (laughs) These are all questions about me and my favorite things. Huh. Devo, you better hope it's comic book sidekicks is his favorite thing or else you're doomed, dude. Uh, this is our first meta episode. I'm a hmm. little concerned. It's going to be all right. I, hmm. you know, I sometimes I, the theme is me. Questions are kind of about me, but they're just really trivia questions. I mean, there's no cr- trivia questions like what's my favorite color? Because that would be pretty Blue. lame. Oh. Oh, well, okay, 10 points for Davo. Yay! (laughs) As usual, our first category is science. 
Oh, as usual. These are some of my favorite scientists. Oh. Question one. The publishing of what important scientific work was delayed by years because the author had more important projects to finish. Specifically, he wrote several books about different species of barnacles. I'm I'm locked in. in. I'm locked in. Kels. I went out on a limb and said on the origin of species. Devo. On the origin of species. Andy. Oh, thank you. I know that he delayed the printing of it. I didn't know why, but it's on the origin of species. The correct answer is Charles Darwin's on the origin of species. Well, I have an anecdote related to this. Mm-hmm. One of my son Ian's favorite movies is uh, uh, Pirates Band of Misfits. It's a claymation film. And it's star- Charles Darwin is in it, and he's writing in his diary about kept finding a new barnacle that he categorized as whatever the scientific name is. And he ends the diary entry with, I'll never get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know if he ever had a girlfriend, but I do know that he did get married and had several children. Well, good for him. But he really liked his barnacles and he, uh, he ate a sample of almost every animal he found. What? At one point, so I've I've heard that he wasn't very good at preserving the animals, and there was one like like a wren or something that he captured, uh, cooked and ate, and then sent the bones back to his uh, his sponsor back in England and said it was delicious. (laughs) Some hot sauce (laughs) is great. (laughs) Sounds so good, right? A podcast I really like called The Dollop had an episode on. uh, on Darwin, that was well. Actually, it was on the the Beagle Voyage in general. But anyway, question two. Oh, you all got it right, by the way. Uh, question two: What science fiction author popularized the concept of geosynchronous orbits in a 1945 paper? You know what geosynchronous <laughs> orbits are? I watched Star Trek. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know what some of the words mean uh-huh. it's basically it's basically a satellite that's in an orbit that is that it causes it to be stationary uh, relative to the surface of the planet i'm locked in with a parenthetical Ooh, i'm i'm once again it's a solid guess yeah i'm locked in deva well, I initially misunderstood the question, and I was so stoked about science fiction authors, mainly because I said I like Star Trek. <laughs> so I had to kind of rally there at the end and say Carl Sagan. Okay. Andy? Arthur C. Clarke is the only one I can think of that would be writing like that that early. And Kels? I was going to steal Davo's answer. Okay. Oh. Well... 1945 was a little bit early for Carl Sagan to be writing papers, but it was not too it was not too early for Arthur C. Clarke to be writing papers. Dang it! I wrote Carl down Sagan Clark. I wrote down. I wrote down Arthur C. Clarke and then scratched off because he was oh he's a science fiction author. I had no idea. Dang it! Stole poorly. Thanks, Dave. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is for last weekend in your lack of James Bond knowledge. <laughs> Question three, 
A clock tower in what city supposedly inspired Albert Einstein to conceive of the special theory of relativity in 1905? Oh, 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 oh. I'm, I'm locked in. Okay. Well, I'm going to put down a city. <laughs> Hinesville, Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. Andy? I know that the clock tower had this amazing pendulum that that um, came close to the, the floor of the building that he was able to watch. I have no idea. I know it was in Switzerland. So I'm just going to guess Geneva. Okay. Kels? I guess Zurich, because I think he went to school there. Oh, that's good. And Davo? I guessed Prague, because I like Prague. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys were somewhat close. Well, Davo wasn't, but the other guy was in Switzerland. Uh, This happened when uh, he was a patent clerk. uh, And that would have been in the capital of Switzerland, which is Bern. And I don't know what the pendulum really has to do with it. That, that wasn't really a factor in his. Oh, uh, am I thinking of something else? I I think so. You're thinking of Tycho Brahe. No. Because it's always Tycho Brahe when I don't know what it is. They weren't really, they weren't really I have contemporaries. Of, of watching a, a show on this, and there was something like a pendulum or something moving. The idea that is he was on a trolley looking at this clock, and he realized that since what our vision is, is light rays bouncing off of things, right? Mm-hmm. And so if he were on this trolley, leaving, going away from the clock tower at the speed of light, then it would appear as though the hands on the clock weren't moving, meaning that time had slowed down for him on the clock tower while his watch was still going at the right speed. I don't think it's something else then. Yeah. Tycho Brahe. So that's that's why time is relative, essentially. Okay. All right. Question four. What scientist was active in the SETI Institute, which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence? Uh, He developed the plaque and record that were launched with the Pioneer and Voyager spacecrafts and won a posthumous Hugo Award in 1998 for Best Dramatic Performance. Locked in. I'm going to lock in. How do you spell Tycho Brahe? Oh. (laughs) T-Y-C-H-O. B-R-A-H-E. Wow. Yeah. You really are a fan. I, I told you I needed to win it. I've gotten one mm-hmm. question right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right. Kels? Uh, Raymond Guyford. I see what you did there. Devo? <laughs> Carl Sagan. Andy? Carl Sagan. Woohoo! Oh, the answer is Carl Sagan. He won, uh, after he, after he passed, they, uh, did the movie contact and that won a Hugo award after the round one Kells has 10 Davo 20 and Andy 30. Woohoo Andy, science. science. Jeez. Running it. I know my Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I am the master of Neil. I don't really like it when you say that. Yep. That's going to stick. 
<laughs> Staying in the show forever. Yep, that's going to be a keeper. All right. Well, you're probably going to know my music category pretty well, too. I'm guessing. Bring on the punk. No. So it's really hard to narrow one's musical taste down to four trivia questions. So I tried to kind of take a recre- uh, a represent- representational view. So question one, the band's Musical Box and Mama are tribute bands honoring what Grammy-winning Hall of Fame prog rock band? <laughs> that also happens to be one of my favorite bands of all time. Prog rock. Uh, I have a notion. Uh, oh, progressive rock. For some reason, I was thinking prog. You like think prog? <laughs> I really was like, <laughs> what band came? Oh, 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 I know the answer right. to this. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Andy. When he first said it, that's where my mind went. But I was like, he meant progressive. Oh, I'm sure he the finest bands like, from the Czech Republic. <laughs> my brain was <laughs> racing. What famous band came out of Prague? Yeah, it's kind of weird how often Prague's come up so far in this Ooh, episode. Yeah, you don't you don't normally have that. Um, to our listeners in the Czech Republic, it's uh, it's nothing personal. I have an answer. I'm locked in. Deva. Rush. Andy. Genesis. Kells. Pink Floyd. Correct answer is Genesis. Those were two very good Genesis songs. But what about Abacab? Hmm? Uh, well, there wasn't a tribute band named Abacab, as near as I could tell, so it didn't really fit into the... All right, question two. Here's, here's where the punk comes in. Oh. Ian Mackay was the lead singer of two influential punk bands, Minor Threat and Fugazi, in the 80s and 90s. What is the name of the movement he helped to popularize, which encouraged people to abstain from alcohol, tobacco, and recreational drugs? Oh, locked in. <laughs> yeah, you I'm know it. In. I'm locked in. Heck yes. All right, I am stealing from Davo. All right. Kels? I am straight edge. Devo. Straight edge. Never heard of it. Correct answer is straight edge. Huh. It's, it's clobbering time. <laughs> Minor Threat has a song called Straight Edge where he basically says he's straight edge. All right. Question three. What is the real name of the Who song sometimes mistakenly referred to as Teenage Wasteland? Locked in. Do you know the song, Kells? I do not. So oh, that's a fantastic song. It needs you need to listen to that today. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't on CSI, so you're gonna have a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I see it. <laughs> so I'm locked in. All right, Kells, give us your best shot. Uh, rain over me. Good guess. Yes, huh? Deva. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. I thought it was Bob O'Reilly. Andy? Bob O'Reilly. Correct answer is Bob O'Reilly. I was, I was trapped in a, in a, in a kind of a warp where I was like, please 
let him go to Andy because I know the answer, but I wasn't sure I'd pronounce it right. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's a bad place to be when you're looking to Andy for pronunciation. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those songs where the name of the song isn't mentioned anywhere. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's named after two of um, um, Roger Dal- not not Roger Daltrey, Peter T- uh, Pete Townsend's spiritual leaders, Baba somebody and somebody O'Reilly. Yeah, I always thought they just spelled Barbara wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question four. Grandma's Hands, Use Me, and Ain't No Sunshine were all hits for what singer who had a 15-year career before he retired in 1985 at age 47 because he was disaffected by the music industry? And I have an easy mode if you need it. Locked in. I'll tell you his most popular song. I'm stealing Andy's answer. All right. Mm-hmm. Deva? Oh, you still on uh, Andy. Ain't no sunshine when you're gone. She's always gone. Spill Withers. And Kels? Uh, happened to be Bill Withers, one of my favorites. Yeah. Years. He's indeed Bill Withers. He's, he's just amazing. That his whole His whole story was like, he was like 32 before he decided to get into the music industry. And like a whole life before he started doing music. Yeah. And, you know, he he cranked out these, these amazing songs and then including stand by me, which was the easy mode. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks for that easy mode. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's, he, he was, he thought the record company was screwing him and he said, "Ah, I don't need you guys anymore. So he just quit. Wow. Lean on me. Yeah, lean on me. Uh, stand by me is Benny King. Oh well, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't need the easy mode because that would have been really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was Benny King, and I would have protested <laughs> vociferously. Lean on me. So he married. He married a woman who's uh, like into uh, real estate, and she turned his money into many, many, many millions of dollars, and he's. Very happy right now, just fiddling around doing whatever he does. Nice. Ain't No Sunshine is just such an amazing piece of work. It is a very good song. I, I like Use Me, actually. That's one of my favorites. That's, that's probably my favorite Bill with the song, is Use Me. All right. At the end of round two, Kells has 30, Devo has 40, and Andy has 70 after sweeping the music round. Of course. Oh, that's right, because I stole number two from Davo. That's right. <laughs> All right, you ready for some movie questions? Yeah. So, going to do something a little bit different. We did a, our first audio question last week. And all four of these are going to be audio questions. Okay. Yay, I got a shot. Yep. And I picked... It's another thing that's really hard to do is pick your four favorite movies. So these are four of my favorite movies in different genres. And I'm going to play like 10 to 15 second clip from a trailer. And you need to tell me what the movie is. In a world where they have to guess (laughs) Neil's movies. We wrote it with the same wavelength, Andy. That was awesome. (laughs) All right. So here's question one. Now, they're on the verge of the greatest comeback of all time. Rock and roll! This 
is their moment. Go right straight through this door here, down the hall. Yeah. Turn right. Their time has come. Rocket roll! Any minute now. Locked in. Okay. I'm locked in too. Um, I'm locked in. Andy? Hello, Cleveland. It's Spinal Tap. Kels? This is Spinal Tap. And Devo. I believe the answer you're looking for is this is Spinal Tap. Oh, come You're not going to play that with me. Come the on. Reason, the only reason I'm playing it with you is because I lost points when we had a Spinal Tap question in the in the before <sighs> time. And you're I winning. I knew the next line from the trailer. Come on. It's all up to the judge, but I'm just presenting my case. <clears throat> so, Devo, are you telling me that at one point, you said Spinal Tap instead of This Is Spinal Tap, and I docked your points. I am. Wow, that's me. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to give Andy half points. God! <laughs> I mean, that's not the name of the movie. You're right. So. You're right. You are a kind and benevolent trivia master. Um, just for the record, Dave, when you're looking back, this is the moment I decided to destroy you in this tournament. <laughs> All right, here's question two. My favorite movie musical. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. I thought that one was going to be too easy. Kels? I'm hoping it was Grease. Deva? That's Grease. And Andy. Definitely Greece. Definitely Greece. <laughs> Greece is the word. You know, um, <laughs> that's also one of Ian's very, very favoriteest movies. And it can be awkward when a five year old boy looks at you and says, A hickey from Kanicki is like a calling card. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think you guys are all going to get this one pretty easily, too. your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir! Yes, sir! Locked wow. in. I am locked in. I'm locked in, in too. David? A full metal jacket. And I gotta say, before, as Arlie Ermey was giving me orders, I wrote full metal, sir. <laughs> So I quickly <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I may maybe I'm gonna start making you answer questions <laughs> like <it>. that. <laughs> sir, Brock, sir. <laughs> Andy. Full metal jacket. All right. Here's my uh horror movie selection. Oh no. Howdy, folks. You like blood, violence, freaks of nature? On a stormy Halloween night, four young people set out across the back roads of America. What's that? It's a hitchhiker. What, should we stop? We can't leave right here in the rain. In search of a mysterious figure known only as Dr. Satan. <laughs> um, Dr. Satan. Mm. <laughs> oh, maybe I got you guys on this one. Consider me tripped up. I think I, I, I expected you to. I'm actually. locked in. Yeah. 
I might have the yeah. Okay, I'm locked in. I could offer you an easy mode, maybe if you if you wanted it. No, I'm already locked in. I feel good with my. See, Andy, you know what that feeling you're feeling is right now? The eye of the tiger. Tell me. No, it's not, Davo. It's not. Do we have to have another (laughs) apology next episode? (laughs) I'm locked in. All right, Andy, what's your answer? I think it's Brian's song. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Kels? I knew Brian Piccolo. He was a friend of mine. No, I, I went with Candyman, too. I knew Dr. Satan. He was a friend of mine. He was a friend of mine. <laughs> Met him hitchhiking. Davo, can you pull this one out? I think it was House of a Thousand Corpses. The correct hmm. answer is Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. Not first of a trilogy. That is probably my favorite horror movie trilogy. All right. At the end of round three, Kells has 60, Devo 80, and Andy has 95. Feel that breath on your neck, Andy? Nope. (laughs) Feeling pretty good out in front here. (laughs) It's kind of coasting. So believe it or not, believe it or not, category four. Sports. And Neil's life is sports. Sport oh. hey. Holy moat. It was a struggle to come up with four sports related questions that involved me, but I managed. <laughs> <laughs> I, even, I even spread it around to four different sports. Ooh. Oh. All right. Question one. Like a lot of youngsters in the early 80s, I had a Pittsburgh Steelers jacket. Uh, and by the way, I was probably a big disappointment to my dad, who was a longtime Dolphins fan. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember watching much football, so I think I was probably influenced by an award-winning commercial starring what Steelers tackle? Locked in. Locked in. I am locked in. Kels? I want to say it was me and Joe Green. You want to say or you're saying? Both. Okay. Andy? It's me, Joe Green's Coke commercial. And Devo. Me and Joe Green. So is this the Jersey commercial? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I heard that in that took three days to record that for some reason. And <laughs> on the last day, they did something like 14 takes. And 14? in each take, he downed a bottle of Coke. That's a lot of Coke. <laughs> No wonder he was mean. Apparently the kid was such a huge fan of of Green that the he kept getting tongue tied because he was like talking to his hero and mm. <laughs> All right, question two. I used to work for a company in Houston that had season tickets to the Astros and would give them away from time to time because really nobody wanted to go see him. <laughs> At one Astros game I went to in nineteen ninety one. I didn't realize it at the time, but I saw Pete Harnish pitch an immaculate inning, which means he pitched nine stri- pitches and got nine strikes to end the inning. Who was the only player to have done the same thing in both leagues, the National League in 1968 and the American League in 1972? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm locked in. I'm just worried about... <sighs> I'm I'm going to lock in as well. Okay. Okay. 
We good? Yeah. Deva? I said Nolan Ryan. Kels? I also went with Nolan Ryan. And Andy. See, I'm I'm really uncertain about the dates. I thought Nolan Ryan as well, but he wasn't pitching in '69, was he? He was on the Miracle. He was on the he was on the Miracle Mets as a rookie. Ah, oh, crap! That's probably Nolan Ryan. See, I went with Sandy Koufax. I thought he only pitched one. Yeah, time. he retired pretty early. Oh, right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, he, yeah. you're fine. Sandy Koufax is a fantastic pitcher. Yeah, wanted to great. Well, the correct answer to the question, he pitched for the Mets in 68 and for the Angels in 72. His name is Nolan Ryan. Express. All right. Question three. The 94-95 Rockets were the lowest seed to win the NBA Finals. What seed were they in the playoffs? And And for a bonus, what team did they sweep in the finals? Locked in again. (laughs) (laughs) I've already used my steel. Oh. You know what? It's time to get somebody warmed up that hasn't had much playing time recently. What? I'm calling out special teams. Ray Guy taking the field. Dang time. Dang time. You know, it's the wrong sport, right? I know, but I'm punting. <laughs> You're punting on both parts? Yeah, I have no idea. Hmm. I, do, I don't even have a guess. I'm just not that much of an NBA guy. Okay. You're a Ray guy. <laughs> so, Deva, what's your answer? Uh, I believe there were a six seed, and I put down they swept the Knicks. Okay. Mm. It was the Nets, wasn't Mm. it? No. Well, you were very correct with they were the sixth seed, but they beat the Knicks the year before. Oh my god! In seven games, they swept the very young Orlando. I was thinking Shaq. God bless (laughs) Ben. So the correct answer is uh, they were the sixth seed. And they swept the Orlando Magic. I thought Shaq played for the Toons. No. That was later. (laughs) All right. Question four. The last organized sport I played was YMCA soccer in the late (laughs) 70s. (laughs) My dad was asked to coach because he had more experience with soccer than any of the other dads. Also, our last name starts with W and they were at the end of the list. Um, his his experience with soccer was attending a game at the 1976 Olympics in what city? Yeah, I'm locked in. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm locked, locked in. in. Kels, I hope it's in Montreal. Andy, I'm pretty sure it's Montreal. Andy, Please though. be Montreal. It is indeed Montreal. Oh, man. At the end of round four, Kells has 102, Andy 115, and Davo has 120. Taking over the lead. Well, I guess you really don't feel that. Not anymore. Sports was not good to me. 
All right. Question five is literature. Ooh, oh. books. <laughs> Good luck, Dave. I'll do my best. <laughs> do they have panels of superheroes in them? Not usually. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Well, I, I can't say that I believe my all-time favorite book is called A Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irving. Several of Irving's books have been made into movies, including The World According to Garp, The Hotel New Hampshire, and what 1999 movie that won two Academy Awards, including the Best Supporting Actor for Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I I hesitated Uh, to use this question because I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Michael Caine. I'm locked in. God bless. I know the name of this movie and... uh, well, then write it down and say you're locked in. I'm locked oh, in. <laughs> if only it were that easy. Um, all right, I'm locked in. Diva. It's in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I it love is. that movie so much. It's in Maine. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> okay. So moving on to Kells, I guess. Uh, I'm guessing it's the Cider House Rules. And Andy. Good night, you princes, you kings. It's the Cider House Rules. It is the Cider House Rules. But it's in Maine. All right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Question two. The Lord of the Rings was published as three volumes, but structurally, how many books are there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I know what you're asking. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm going to lock in with this. <laughs> I'm locked in. Did you lock in, Andy? I locked in first. You just blocked me as usual. <laughs> I, I swear, I can't the hear The phantom you. locking. <laughs> Kells, what's your answer? I said one book to rule them all. <laughs> nice. Andy? Four? And Devo. I said five. Well, you were all incorrect. Okay. There were mm. six books in the three volumes. Okay, hold on. Hold on. So my five, I had them the the journey out of the Shire getting to Rivendell. Basically, the 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 first book was like the first movie. And then the Sundering of the Fellowship. And then you had Minas T- the the Helm's Deep, and then the other, then the Hobbits walking, and then. <laughs> Wait, would you like me to tell yeah, you what? I they, to <laughs> they're officially not named, but at one point they were going to be called the Ring Sets Out, the Ring Goes South, the Treason of Isengard, the Ring Goes East, the War of the Ring. <laughs> And the end of the third age. I think I missed the the ring going south. Because I, I yeah. So the ring the ring going south is basically the fellowship heading south until it yeah. breaks out. Yeah, I'm, I that I missed treason of Isengard then. Yeah, that was the first the first half. Of, um, anyway, you're all wrong. So let's move on. <laughs> you're all wrong. <laughs> Devo, when I, I when I first thought of this question, I thought there were five too. I thought the last book only had the last volume only had one book, but I was 
I would have guessed five two. Okay. But now I know better. You do indeed. Now I know better. All right. Question three is a simple one. What is the longest Stephen King novel? Locked in. The longest novel. Ooh, or is it no? I'm I'm sticking with this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna go with this. No. No. They count. Yes, I'm going with that. If you want to get technical, they all tell an overarching story about Roland and his trip to the Dark Tower. That's what I kind of figured we were talking about. I was trying to figure which one it is. So it's just one. His whole catalog is one right. book. Not to be confused with his Bachman uh, books. No, the Bachman books. Are the Bachman books are a completely different thing. Can it be short? I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> Andy, what's the your stand? Deva, the stand, and Kells. Stand by me, by Benny King, the by the way, <laughs> not Bill Withers. <laughs> well, actually, you know, Stand by Me is based on a Stephen King novella. Call <laughs> <laughs> your body, dear. Before that kid became a crew member of the the Enterprise. <laughs> That's fantastic. And the fat kid went on to be the uh, be in uh, sliders. Sliders, right? Yeah. And it's Phoenix, right? The the brother that died. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. River. And the other kid. <laughs> and the other kid. <laughs> one, of the, one of the quarries. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about. I, um, film. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And you know who uh, who uh, River Phoenix's big brother was? Joaquin. No, in the movie. Oh. Richard Dreyfus. No, no, Richard Dreyfus was, is, was, no, was. Oh it, my it was, god! Wasn't it on um, uh, Sutherland? No, no, it wasn't Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Is it Kiefer? I don't even think he was. That's right. It is Kiefer. It yeah. Star-studded cast. Directed by Rob Reiner. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you can't use that joke. <laughs> yeah, Question four. Question four. Bill Bryson is a travel writer and humorist who's written several of my favorite books. One of these is A Walk in the Woods, which is about his hiking of the Appalachian Trail. One end of the Appalachian Trail is in Maine. What state is the other end in? In which state is the other end? Locked so in? Yeah, locked in. I'm going to lock in. I'm locked in. Devo? Tennessee. Kels? I also went with the volunteer state, Tennessee. I went Andy. with Virginia. You're all wrong. It's Georgia. <laughs> is it really? Oh, it extends that far. Yeah. Yeah. And I think towards the south of Georgia it's too. Big ass trail, really? I didn't know it. <laughs> it's like really long. Is that is that going to be your new thing when we all you know take a dump on a question? Is you're all wrong? I don't know. I mean, it feels kind of good. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> it's a uh, Springer Mountain, Georgia. Okay, at the end of round five, Kells has one twenty two. Davo has 130, and Andy took the lead back with 135. 
It's anybody's game. Well, now I'm back to breathing. No, that's delightful. So weird. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to get HR involved if Mm -hmm. you keep doing that. Oh, come on. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our last category is sort of geography, sort of just a miscellaneous. Okay. But it's all about places that I've been. I've been everywhere, man. Four questions on old Chinese restaurants in Florida. <laughs> there's only there's only one Florida question. All right, question one. As a youngster, I lived in Saudi Arabia for about a year. Saudi Arabia is the home to two of the holiest cities in Islam. For five points each, what are those two cities? Uh, ooh. I, I am one. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just have to take a guess. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Andy? Mecca and Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Dale. Oh, man, I'm drinking, man. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> have to expense account a new computer. Uh uh, Mecca and Medina. And Kels. Ooh. I said Mecca and Jeddah. Correct answer is Mecca and Medina. Mm. All right. Question two. I visited once the Great Pyramid of Giza, which is the only one of the seven wonders of the ancient world that still exists. What other ancient wonder was in Egypt? Locked in. I'm locked in too. Let me. I gotta go through them. Sorry, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Lister. (laughs) Oh, y'all both locked in. Okay, it's there's Colossus. There's the Hanging Gardens. There's the Phoenix and Wolverine. Oh, I know what it is. It's the y'all are terrible, <laughs> by the way. Um, I'm like, all right, David. The Library of Alexandria. Kels. It's at Pharos of Alexandria. I think that's how you pronounce it. Andy. Library of Alexandria. Well, two of you are definitely wrong. Mm. Oh. Uh, Pharaoh's lighthouse. Yeah, it's the lighthouse, lighthouse. Alexandria. Yeah. Oh. Good job. Good job. And, but I gotta look. Yeah, so sometimes called the Pharaohs of Alexandria. Well, where was so. the great library at then? There was a library in Alexandria, but that wasn't one of the wonders of the world. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kells, libraries aren't wonderful. <laughs> yeah, Kells. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who's wondering, Kells is our resident librarian. Sort of. Yeah, I did poorly in the literature category. All right. Question three. So I've only been to Canada once, and it was on a day trip for work when I lived in Seattle. What major city did I visit, which was about a three-hour drive from downtown Seattle? Locked in. (sighs) Locked in? Downtown Seattle. Let me see. 
I don't know. Uh, I just want to say this one, so I'm. I, I think that's what you're gonna say. I do. Do you? <laughs> I'm not going with my supposed oh. favorite city, so I don't think it's far enough over west. It might be. I'm locked in. All right, Kels. Say Saskatoon. It's fun to say. say Saskatoon. I thought you were gonna say I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> nice, Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver. Correct answer is yeah, Vancouver, home of the Grizz, for a bit. So, question four: I was born in Cocoa Beach, Florida, many, many years ago. What TV sitcom, which was on the air when I was born, was set in Cocoa Beach? Ooh, I locked in. No. Yeah, I think I know this. I uh, I'm locked in. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Let him talk himself out of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I have one I really want to use, but I, I'm pretty sure it's wrong. So I'm going to do this. I'm locked in. Kelsey, did you lock in? Yes. Right. Yes, I locked in. Andy, what's your answer? I dream of Genie. Yes! There you go. Mark <laughs> Albert is still playing the game. <laughs> I dream of Genie. And Kels. I dream of Genie. Yep, it's the NASA connection there. Uh, Both my parents worked not for NASA, but at NASA before I was born. Did they know Barbara Eden? Uh, No, but they knew a lot of the they knew a lot of the astronauts, which was way cooler. I've got a picture of my dad standing at this uh, like big electronics um, control panel while he's running the simulator for Gordon Cooper, who's sitting in a simulator. Like, oh, wow. Like, That's cool. My dad's job there was to basically come up with scenarios that would challenge the astronauts to, to figure out what to do in case of an emergency. That's awesome. Nice. All right. At the end of the final round. Oh, we've got that there, Neil. What? Uh, if any of you were curious, and I know our listeners would be, I was almost going to put down Three's Company, but then I remembered they were in San Diego. No, they were in Santa Monica. Exactly. <laughs> you would have been wrong twice. <laughs> and that was not on the air when I was born. I was giving you, I was giving you, just moving on. <laughs> uh, do you know what their favorite, uh, favorite bar was, Dave? In Three's Company? Yeah. No. The Regal Beagle. Oh. Oh, yeah. I spent too many hours watching that show because I thought Chrissy was attractive. <laughs> Chrissy was attractive. Okay. So are you ready for scores, Deva? Please. Okay. No more interruptions that nope. are. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> All right. At the end of final, final round, Kells has 147. Devo and Andy both have 160. Wow. 
<sighs> There's going to be a lot of neck breathing going on, I guess. <laughs> Please, let's not like, use that ever again. Like mutual <laughs> neck breathing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Icky from Kaniki is a calling card. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to keep our our g rating so we shouldn't go down that road too far <laughs> so i kind of struggled with having with with the final question and so i was talking to uh my better half and she said oh you should do something with moons because you kind of okay. like space stuff and i said you know i did a whole episode on moons once and mm. the final question was to name any 10 named moons in the solar system, uh-huh. but I've already done that. But then I'm pretty sure you guys all did really badly at that one. Huh. And so it oh. gives me great pleasure to <laughs> bring that one back. Whoa. No. So your final question is to name any 10 named moons oh, in the solar system. I was winning. Oh, uh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother. The Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bubba. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. All right. So let's start with Kel since he is in last place. Thanks for reminding our listeners, Neil. Uh, I have uh, Phobos, Phobos, Titan, Europa, Io, Ganymede, Triton, Callisto, Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium, <laughs> Bootsy's Rubber Band, and of course, Jim. All right. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> I just didn't write down those last three. I hope you don't mind. It's okay. Uh, so, since you guys are tied, let's go alphabetically. Andy, what's next? Um, my first one is, and I don't know which one we go with, but Moon or Luna, which is our yeah, moon. You kind of left that one off, Kels. Um, I, I, I wasn't sure if Moon counted as a name, because so I, I just I didn't want to be counted off for that. Yeah, no, it's now. better to not put Moon and put Bootsy's Rubber Band. <laughs> That's right. That's a much safer choice. <laughs> Let me have my phone. Uh, so number two, number two, we got Europa. Three is Titan. Four Io. Uh, and then I ran out of moon names I actually know, and so I started guessing I would name moons after famous scientists. So I have Tycho, uh, Galileo, and Sagan. And then I realized those are the only famous scientists I can remember. <laughs> So I went with Prometheus, Death Star, and Alderaan. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> you know, Andy, you were you were joshing around, but I think there is a moon called Tycho. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, I have Phobos, Deimos, Ganymede, Titan. Are those elves? Did you say Tycho? I said I said Titan. Titan. Uh, Io. And I'm such a comic book nerd, I almost put Oa. So, um, <laughs> Kronos. 
Ooh, from Star from Star Ooh. Trek. Nice. No, he, Kronos was a a Titan, and I think the noons of Uranus were named after Titans. So I'm hoping oh. he's one. Of- was it Kronos also a moon in the? Uh, that's the moon that blows up in one of the Star Trek movies. It is. There we go. Um, I also put the moon. Uh, I had your, uh, I had Euripide was one of them. And I had Keith. And- ha! Nice. <laughs> nice. Did you say Keith and Warren? Yeah, those are very famous moons. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me tally up the scores here. And we'll see we have all right, after tallying the scores, here's what I've got. Kells, you got Phobos, Titan, Europa, Io, Ganymede, Triton, and Callisto were all correct for 70 points, bringing you to 210, and currently you are in the lead. Yeah. Andy, um, you're... Oh, hold on real quick. Does that, uh, that puts him to 217, Is correct? It, yeah, did I not say that? You said 217. Oh, yeah. Shut your mouth, Davo. <laughs> Andy, um, you got correctly the moon, Europa, Titan, Io, and Prometheus. Um, really? Prometheus? Uh-huh. <laughs> that stupid movie? Well, no, the, <laughs> the moon. Also a Greek figure. I was I was going off the stupid. I was I was on my movie list. You're on your sci-fi movie list. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's 50 points. Which brings you to 210. You're currently in second place. Yeah, I would have been tied for first if Davo could have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> uh, you would have been two points behind, actually. Yeah. Uh, Keep your mouth shut, Davo. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Davo, you got, you got <laughs> Phobos, Deimos, Ganymede, Titan, Io, and the Moon. For oh, six. <sighs> Which brings you to 220, and you eke out a, the, the win by three points. Mm. Eye of the tiger, people. Oh <laughs> he won on the science question. <laughs> You're darn tootin' I did. I hate science. Oh, don't so, me, Andy. so, excellent game, guys. Really good, really good job for everybody. It was very close, very very tightly fought. Some rules had to be enforced, but it makes the game better. <laughs> Do you want to know the really unfortunate part? Tournament-wise, hmm. you've each won, lost, and came in second. So we are all tied up after three games. Completely locked know. in. Wow. So the first three <laughs> games have been completely meaningless and a ginormous waste of time. Except for our listeners and I mean, enjoyment. Fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. the heck out of it. Yeah. Good time. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm laughs> a little salty. A little, a little more. Basically, if Andy, if Andy can't <laughs> win, he doesn't want to play. Yeah. <laughs> I am pretty much of a child that way. <laughs> so from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Winter Devo with uh, Child Andy. So long, everybody. Kells. Come, son of Jorel, kneel before Zod. That's a good idea. <laughs> and my favorite quote from Mr. Carl Sagan: 
Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Hmm. Mm. Signing off. Oh, yeah. Like what you hear, yeah. You should listen to the show on your favorite podcast app, yeah. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, yeah. You want to talk to us? You can tweet us at Ladle Brain, yeah. Also, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We're Brain Ladle Productions, yeah. Don't you miss it, yeah. We also have individual website and emails, brainladletrivia.com. You can find Neil, you can find Kills, Dave O and Andy, yeah. If you want to donate to the madness, we have a Patreon. We hope to see you again soon. Go down that lonesome highway, yeah. Dig it! The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.